0: Good everyone. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to Radio Harambe. I'm Dave McBride, broadcasting from the sunny and beautiful Radio Harambe Studios. And from his 110-degree desert quarantine stronghold, somewhere out west is Safari Mike. Mike, are you able to even leave the cave due to the heat, or do you have to stay in the cave? Oddly enough, Dave,
1: we have had a cold front. Come through here at uh, in yeah, Nevada, man. cold front. <laughs> um, where it went from 105 to 110 degrees oh. um, over the weekend. To um, yesterday, the high was 78. Get out of here! Not kidding you. I know it's going back up to uh, like the upper 90s. You know, by this weekend, uh, we're recording in this on a Thursday. Well, it um, snowed
0: in Colorado
1: the other day. I don't know if you saw, I put something on Twitter about that. I put something about how it was dropping 25 degrees here in one night. No, I didn't. And somebody, yeah, and somebody tweeted at me. Look at Nova- uh, look at uh, Denver. Yeah, and Denver that went from 91 or 92 high on Monday to a high of 37 on Tuesday. Insane. I mean, it
0: dropped
1: 55 insane, 55 degrees insane one day.
0: <laughs> Absolutely crazy. <laughs> That is crazy. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. So I didn't realize you were out of the uh, the heat wave. I, I I didn't realize that that was we're getting sh- back
1: into it. We're getting back into <laughs> it, but yeah, it's. I mean, today it's probably a high of like upper eighties, ninety. But um,
0: so you can get out of the cave, cool. forage around for some bugs to eat yes. or snakes or something. Yes. Because there's nothing else out there. It's just like chicken. Right. <laughs> and now you're back. <laughs> yes, I'm back. Now I'm you're back. back in the cave. Uh, okay, so uh, we we have no news to catch up with since to uh, just have nothing prepared. Uh, but Mike is going to talk today about one of my favorite places in the world,
1: the Animal Kingdom Lodge. We, we Dave, we've been sort of doing Animal Kingdom Lodge. We a couple of months ago we did a touring plan of the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, our last episode was education, and half of that was about. Uh, how you're educated at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So today we're going to talk about the theming of the Animal Kingdom Lodge as we do sort of a series here kind of dedicated to the lodge. And We spend most of our time, of course, talking about Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. Uh, but we decided that it would be fun to talk about the lodge for a little bit, especially since not a whole lot is going on um, in terms of news and stuff uh, surrounding Disney other than um, you know maybe canceling some construction projects because of uh, COVID-19. Um, and, you know, the dearth of people actually visiting the parks at this point in time. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the theming of uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge. And in conjunction with this, Dave, we should probably mention that on our Tee Public site, uh, we are selling um, T-shirts. And we just released, uh, as of uh, about a week or so ago, by the, although by the time you're listening to this, probably a couple of weeks, four designs uh, specific to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, my favorite, perhaps, is the Sanaa. Uh, shirt. There is also a Kadani wall. Uh, excuse me, Kadani's lantern wall shirt, a zebra domes shirt, and a shirt kind of about the night vision goggles, the Uzima after dark shirt. So please take a look at those and purchase them, and the money will be going to Dave Gravy, Gravy Zebra Trust. Correct. The Gravy Zebra Trust. Correct. That's what it's called, right? The trust. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. I just I, I lost the name of it for a minute there. So uh, we will be sending all the proceeds for the sales of those T-shirts to the Grevy's Zebra Trust, Grevy Zebra, although not found in Animal Kingdom Lodge. Uh, there are zebras, the mountain zebras at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. The Grevy Zebras are actually at the Animal Kingdom. But we thought that would be a uh, fun place to send monies because it's kind of related to the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And we'll do that uh, for the next, uh, you know, at least a couple of months, I would assume. They're behind Timon. They are behind Timon. Correct. <laughs> I don't know. People probably don't remember this, but when that when the Animal Kingdom opened in uh, 1998, um, you know what was there instead of gravity zebras, right, Dave?
0: Uh I did know. Give me a second. Uh, was it a hippo? No,
1: nope, it was a warthog. They had Timon yes, and Pumba Yes, yes. In the same exhibit, so it was kind of the uh, gag. When the park first opened, but they—they they, not that long either. After they replaced them with uh, different kinds of antelope, and now it's every zebra.
0: We're getting distracted here.
1: We are. We got. We went down a rabbit hole here, but we're going to talk about Animal Kingdom Lodge theming. There is no backstory per se. Um, you know, many places around Disney's uh, Disney uh, have various backstories. The resorts typically don't. And the Animal Kingdom Lodge is no different, but it does have very specific themes. Um, you know, obviously the, the mysterious continent of Africa is the theme itself, but what, what it does is it combines, um, you know, sort of the relationship between land and the land, the animals, and man all in one, in one spot. A kind of, um, uh, that symbiotic relationship between those three things is the general theme of the Animal Kingdom Lodge, both Jumbo House and Kadani Village. Um, the, 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 for example, the site of the lodge itself, the, the way they built the, lo- the Jumbo House Lodge, it sits on top of a copy. Uh, that is sort of this rock uh, that grows in the uh, desert, in the uh, savannas of Africa. And um, the lodge was, quote-unquote, chosen uh, to be placed upon this rocky sort of overlook so you get a great big view of the savannah the copy in its in itself in the in the wild is a great place uh for animals to hide as you can probably imagine the savannah there's not a lot of room to hide so if you're a prey animal whether an antelope or or some other smaller animal like a rabbit or whatever um there's not a lot of places to hide the copy is a place to hide and it offers a great look around the savannah so it's kind of Providing by by building the lodge on this copy, it's providing or it's supposed to project a sense of comfort and safe haven for travelers, whether that be the guests or prey that are natural to uh, the, the uh, predators of the, the lions and cheetahs and leopards and all that. Um, but the copy itself is a great place. Also, that is what you're walking on when you go out to the Arusha overlook. Um, from Jumbo House, you are walking along the copy, that's the these pretend rocks that you're walking along through, and you, you're sort of in the in the sense that prey, as you're walking through the copy, and this is where they would hide, this is where they would hang out, for, to protect themselves, and it provides a sense of comfort, and of course, being a hotel, you want to project a sense of comfort and safety for travelers.
0: It's also quite obviously an immersion technique, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, uh, which you don't get at the other place, which I'm sure you'll discuss, um, when you're out on the Savannah, but here, here you get that real immersion sense, you know, just a few steps into your travels here.
1: Yeah. We could talk about that now if you want. At Kadani village, the, um, the, the, you're not, you know, walking through kind of a well-themed, you know, pretend copy, rocky outcropping, um, you are just sort of on a path that leads out into the middle of savannah um they kind of i guess decided not to go with the incredible theming uh for the uh walking area of the savannah but you do of course get a very good look i mean the animals are all around you um, that was probably more function than theming the design of the Kadani village uh, well, that, well that's you know, walk- well, that's
0: the drawback of the of the uh the copy of the rocks mm-hmm. is that you're looking on you can't get a panoramic view of the entire um, savannah
1: while you're there. Right. And it, But instead, you're getting a view if when you're on the Kadani of, you know, what an antelope or a rhino or whatever would feel like if it was standing out in the middle of the savannah, because it is almost 360 around you uh, when you're out in that little circle of the savannah itself. They do place you basically in the middle of the savannah with just that Small area for the walking to get to it.
0: So you want our listeners to go out there, imagine themselves, pretend a, to be
1: an antelope, in fact an run antelope. around, jump around like an antelope, make antelope noises. Yes, I encourage that uh, and then for all guests. Somewhere, place it on Twitter. Or you
0: see like a <laughs> pack of lions coming at you. <laughs> That's I what you're say they to say? don't
1: have. They don't have lions at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I think that probably they were concerned about people. Falling into the exhibit. <laughs> Probably a good concern. Probably good concern. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and uh, having some sort of issue with that. But anyway, so that's the, the land um, that was selected for at least Jumbo House. Um, and uh, light uh, is another major portion of the land itself. And that is the function of light with uh, the lodges and the use of natural light um, to sort of highlight and and sort of make a very dramatic uh, statement about uh, the lodge itself. So the, especially in the jumbo house, when you first walk into that, you have the great huge windows at the far end of the resort. And it's just a beam, especially if you hit it at the right time of direct sunlight that lights up the entire uh, lodge itself. And when it's, you know, when it's getting twilight and stuff, you get the very tranquil sense um, it's sort of kind of trying to give you the the theming, the, the sort of sense of the serenity, so right. to speak, of the grasslands, um, you know, at dusk, at dawn, late afternoon, or even in the early night. But during the middle of the day, it's very bright, very, you know, you're, you have a strong sun in in the resort itself, just like you would if you were, um, you know, living on the savannah.
0: My my feeling has always been, um, with these parts, that they obviously needed to marry function with theming mm-hmm. because, I mean, in a perfect world, you would not have a horseshoe-shaped building getting in your way because you're looking across at a giraffe and on the other side is another person looking at you in the giraffe mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. over there, you know. Um I always felt that must have been a compromise of some kind to uh, enclose the animals a little more efficiently or uh, keep the noise from the road out. Or, I mean, I, I guess it must have been something like that because if I were designing it, I'd want to, you know. If you look out the window <laughs> of Kidani Village, mm-hmm. uh, as you're walking into the lobby, you turn around and look behind you. You see nothing but woods. Yes, I always thought I I always wondered why I wasn't looking across the animals at nothing but woods you know um, but again there must have been some sort of design function in there for that
1: (laughs) well let's talk a little bit more about light Dave but you're right about that Um, and sort of the design and how they use light it's very vital to the to the Animal Kingdom Lodge's story really Um, you know the dawn there's a sort of like a and we both stayed at Jumbo House you've stayed at Jumbo House right Dave? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And Kadani Village, um, and especially in both of those lodges, um, you sort of when the dawn, the early light, it kind of gives you a sense of uh, you know very warmness. It's very soothing kind of area, and uh, and that's what they're trying to to direct you to, and um, it actually even light guides you as you are walking through the hallways of the uh, of the hotel. As you said, Dave, the, the hotel is laid out in a certain specific way. Right. But there are breaks um, in each as you walk in the hallway. There are breaks with the uh, windows that allows light in, and it kind of guides you from one section of the lodge to the other. And as you travel to and from your rooms, you know you can stop at those at those little areas, those small atriums, and you can look at the wildlife, and it's guiding you. Uh, either out into the savanna or back to the to the lodge, they use the light in oh, these um, things to to guide you on that way. And of course, there's African artwork also displayed in a lot of those kind of atriums and, and niches as well.
0: Oh, then that, that's amazing there. I mean, the, yeah. the the stuff that's there is crazy. It's gorgeous.
1: And they also use water. Water is an important aspect of uh, the theming of Animal Kingdom Lodge. For example, there are you know. "Quote unquote," natural springs throughout the um, <laughs> throughout the savannas. Uh, there is one um, at Azima. Of course, the flamingos are at one. There is another one uh, at the Kadani village, and they're kind of drawing. What it does is it draws animals to where you want to see them by offering right. them water. Um, but they kind of use that relationship between uh, water and fire uh, in the lodge, particularly in. Uh, the Jumbo House, where there's a natural spring in the lobby that kind of bubbles up, uh, and that actually cascades from the main building to the swimming pool. So the swimming pool is incorporated in this sort of river, and it finally fills, goes into the Flamingo exhibit as well as the watering hole in Ozima. And you compound that with, and contradict that, I should say, with the opposing element of fire which is found in the fire pit uh, in Animal Kingdom Lodge, the uh, Jumbo House. It's called Ogun's fire pit, and Ogun, O G U N, is the African god of strength. So that's kind of portraying this, you know, fire and strength and water and life, and it's kind of all melded into this one theme, particularly at Jumbo House.
0: I have to tell you, I that's the first I've ever heard that, folks. This is this is information you're only getting here
1: at Radio Harambe. Og- and there's also Ogun, the Ogun, O-G-U-N. Wow. There's another fire pit as well out of Rusha Rocks, right. um, you know, that they use. And you could sit out and relax. But again, it's using this theme of fire and and water. And uh, Kadani Village uses fire as well. And when you walk in uh, to the Kadani Village, you have, of course, the lantern wall, uh, you know, which we can talk about if you'd like. But there's also, um, in the lobby, there's these pretend torches that light up uh, the lobby right. itself. And it's, again, using this theme of fire being important to the land. Um, Arusha Rock in Jumbo House is named for um, a volcanic landscape that's between Mount Kilimanjaro and Mount Maru. Um, which, and there's this a lot of volcanic rock between those uh, dormant volcanoes. And Arusha is the name of that area. And so they named it after that specifically um, because it is a volcanic landscape. And again, this theme of fire versus water is used at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, in particular, uh, the Jumbo House.
0: And Jumbo House has a superior fire pit experience.
1: Yes. Yes, it does have a does have a superior fire pit experience. (laughs) I will totally grant you that. The, The fire pit at Kidani is kind of sitting out there in the middle of the savannah. Um, you know, if they have it going, it's kind of nice to sit out there and, with the night vision goggles and stuff. But, yes, the fire pit at, uh, at uh, Jumbo House is uh, the preferred fire pit. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Of course, Dave, uh, you can't uh, get by uh, talking about the Animal Kingdom Lodge than with animals. And as I was talking before, there's sort of this um, theme of the relationship between uh, man, animals, and the land itself. So I've talked about the land, briefly about the animals. The animals um, are in a reserve, this African, uh, you know, savanna. But the savanna itself is shaped uh, in this in the in the way of a crawl which is a kind of African livestock pen. It's K R A A L. It's a South African word, and it was designed after the uh, Zulu king's uh, corral. Um, that preserved Zulu livestock. So this, the, the reserve is actually the different savannas that you can see. And within the fences, you know, all that kind of stuff, you have the, the hoofstock and the exotic birds of of sub-Saharan Africa. And they are supposed to be these natural savannas, and they're supposed to be a representation uh, of the migrating herds as they travel through Zululand. And you are now in that they shape it uh, as the Zulu king. I'm going to butcher this name. Wayu, uh, <laughs> crawl. crawl, um, and in here you'll have the different um, animals. You will see uh, ground hornbills, blesbok, giraffes, mountain zebras, as we talked about, but also Ankole cattle, which are um, typical in a in Zululand, or uh, the cattle used by the um, they're domesticated by by the people there, and it's specifically designed to show this as a crawl, as a you know a livestock pen on a grand scale, obviously, to again show this relationship between animals and man. And they specifically put the Ancoli cattle in there, again, to show this relationship between animal and man, because man has domesticated wild cattle, and one of the breeds is uh, typical in Africa, is the Ancoli.
0: I love Ancoli <laughs> cattle. I just wanted to <laughs> pop that in here. They They're, they're fantastic-looking
1: beasts. There are... Four different savannas, um, three that you can see at the Animal Kingdom Lodge Jumbo House, um, and two that you can see at Kadani Village. Um, there is one that's shared, and that's the Sunset Savannah. Uh, that's kind of on one side of the building of um, uh, uh, Animal Jumbo House, right. and it's the main savanna of Kadani Village. Uh, That's the only one that's actually shared. Yeah, you're Uh, only you're only
0: seeing it um, from Jumbo House at a certain little corner of the uh, the building there.
1: Yeah, the main savanna there is not the same as the one that's in Kadani, the Arusha, the one that you visualize from Arusha uh, overlook uh, is a different savanna, and there's also Zima where you, uh, which is over by the pool and by the flamingos. So, um, but again, they're kind of using specific animals to sort of demonstrate or this theme of animal man and the land and with regards uh to man again uh, the resort uses the circular shape as its plan that that circular zulu crawl sh- uh, shape as its plan so when uh, traveling from the lobby to the guest quarters the lodges oh, hallways are sort of at an angle to preserve that particular shape um and it also shafts of light kind of are seen each turn. We talked about the light before how they specifically put these windows in a specific place to light up uh, those little uh, niches or atriums, whatever you want to call them. And that light shows or demonstrates you the African art. So the art of man of the culture there is demonstrated there at, at those particular things. And there are, there are eight different themes, at least at Jumbo house, there are specific themes Uh, for each of these small atriums. And each atrium has a theme of either animals, puppets, royalty, masks, musical instruments, fashion, the household, or mystery. Those are the different um, sort of themes for each atrium as you're walking through Jumbo House and the light is illuminating it. And again, that's sort of the man aspect of this man, animal, and land theme of the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah,
0: Rodi, uh, you know, and 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 his inspiration and all that kind of bleeds itself over here. The th- the theming that he works with and the way he designs all this stuff is always multi layered. There's always like, you know, he he's working on um, immersion, obviously for almost everything he does. He wants a guest mm-hmm. to feel immersed in something. He works in a what I would call sort of a nonfiction level, where he's bringing in elements of um, the actual place that he's inspired by. So um, Mike's talking about using a Zulu, um idea here, or pieces of artwork or music that fits so Africa's a big place, so you know if you 're going to put music into a spot that's supposed to be Zulu related, which is in the south of Africa, you 're not going to play something of music that comes from Morocco, you know mm-hmm. or something along those lines. so he does that, and then the third level is always this, and I 'm sure there's more if you talk to him, but there is always this sort of elemental thing that he brings in. This idea, this more, much more sort of uh, intellectual level, or even, even an, an, almost a bit nebulous, right? Where he's talking about the relationship between man and animal, or between fire and water, or between uh-huh. light and dark, or you know, there is always this extra element that comes into his designs where he's uh, building on. And I think, you know, like I said, all the uh, Imagineers who have worked with him do this now too. Um, where they, because I don't know that he oversaw the building of all of these little things here that Mike's talking about, but um, all these little design elements that are in here. So keep, as Mike is explaining these little, you know, levels to you, keep all those levels in mind as you walk in and are looking around um, of how these kind of different elements of what was going through his head interact here.
1: There's a couple of other little side things about um, how man and uh, sort of is put into the lodge. And you mentioned it, Dave, Zulu's. Each and every resort room uh, has its own Zulu shield um, on it. And that's, you know, these are you know, typical of the tribes down there. They would have their own sort of coat of arms, for lack of a better term, um, and the specific shields. And also, Dave, um, and I know everybody enjoys this, but the background music, as you were talking about, oh, yeah. um, is is again meant to kind of fuse man with sort of the natural soundscape of, of the animals themselves. And you get like, you know, man and animal kind of blended together in the, in the background music.
0: So the, the interesting thing about the music and the use of the music, I mean, the, the artwork that's in there and the design that he works with, these are all historical um, and very elemental um, there's a lot of wildlife feel. There's a lot of sort of natural, you know. As Mike is talking about, you know, um, water springs inside the building and uh, giant rocks that are meant to put you into a natural setting. But the music is very contemporary, because, or at least a lot of it is very, mm-hmm. very contemporary. Which is, I've always felt, <laughs> what it does. Is bring you in the realization that that's Africa. Africa is this very contemporary place that is also this very elemental experience that you don't have in our country in a lot of areas. You know, where you're never far, you know, from where I am here in New Jersey, you know, you're far away and in a lot of the Northeast, you're far away from the natural world, even though you're in it. Um, it doesn't come at you like it does in Africa, where you know you're in a city and you go two miles out and you're surrounded by giraffes. You know, there's a there's this blending of you you, you get it's it's easy to feel like when you're walking around uh, the Jumbo House or Kidani Village or even the Africa section of the park, it's easy to feel like you've been transported to sort of the past or mm-hmm. to some place that's not contemporary because of all these elemental things, but that's what Africa is like. It's, it's a, it's a place that looks that way, but is in fact very contemporary. And it's the music that brings the contemporary to you. So while you're walking around these, these very natural and elemental areas, you're hearing electric guitars playing, right? You know, (laughs) you're hearing modern music or what sounds like modern music. Um, And take the time and listen to some of it and Google some of
1: it because, man, it's cool stuff. Anyway. Sorry to interrupt. (laughs) No, that's quite all right. I mean, I was, I was, Dave, I was basically done. I just wanted to say that, um, you know, we talked a lot about Jabohas in this one, but in a very, very soon upcoming episode, we will be doing things you didn't know about Kadani Village. I'll do a a little bit more of a deep dive into that resort in particular. But I wanted to go through sort of the general themes of uh, both lodges, uh, maybe a little emphasis on Jumbo House, of man, uh, animals, and the land. But that's pretty much it, Dave.
0: Jumbo House, my feeling of the way they themed it is compared to Kadani Village. Kadani Village seems like sort of a, I mean, it's got some great elements into it, but it doesn't have the immersion. Um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? In, in, it will be better to explain it. In Jumbo House, you go around corners to find things. Mm-hmm. There is the savanna Mike was talking about where you see a giant rock in front of you and you go through the rock or around the rock and then you see something there and it kind of immerses you a bit. Even in the back over by the, like where you find the penguins, or the, no, the fl- flamencos, right, or right, right. or the you can go around to the left and there's different animals over there. It's more of a... Kind of an immersive experience at Jumbo House. You could see, let me put it this way: you could see a very different design theme from one to the other. There's obviously a connective tissue between the two, but you can see how they really went at presenting their themes in two extremely different ways from one uh, hotel to the other. I don't know if you agree with that, but that's, that's I do. Kind I do. Of, kind I agree. Of, kind of my feeling on that. So that's it. Yep. That's it. God, I love that. I, I love <laughs> talking about these things. Uh, the design stuff with a, with a, you know, you got a creative genius in Rhodey and hearing these design things and these different themes are, are really, uh, really, really interesting to think about. And I think that's what separates them. Um, any questions for Mike on this stuff, you can send them to his Twitter. He's at John everyone. You can also email them. Mike looks at all our emails too. That's John everyone at gmail.com. I don't know why you would have any questions for me, because I'm the one who has questions here. But if you do, um, you can also email them to me or find me at Radio Harambe on Twitter. Uh, Follow our Facebook, Jumbo Everyone. Follow our Instagram, at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Don't forget the t-shirts, all the money we make off that, or anything. It's not just t-shirts. It's pretty pretty much an entire uh, (laughs) catalog of products you can get. On T Public mouse pads, yeah, et so much stuff. Link is in the show notes. Some crazy good designs there now for real animal kingdom fans, including face masks, face coverings, whatever we're calling them these days. Um, link is in the show notes. Link is in all the social media as well. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride. Quaharini, go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. <laughs> Kwaku alu na kungubo na utuku ata tele amirna na na utuku.